0: May the grace, mercy, and peace of God, through the blood of the Lamb, our Savior, Jesus Christ, lead us to celebrate the wonderful truth that we are blessed in daily victory. Amen. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Today we remember and give thanks for the saints who have gone before us who now rest from their labors. These are the ones who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Jesus has done more than just remember them. For Jesus' sake, he has raised them from the dead. So today we remember them. We certainly miss them. They can't be replaced. They were each individuals created by God with unique personalities, gifts, and talents. So we grieve their passing. But as St. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 13, we don't mourn as those who have no hope. We are thankful that the grief is ours alone, not theirs. There is no grief left for the saints who have gone before us. Like pain and sorrow and sighing. Grief for them is a former thing that has passed away. We also envy them in a good way. For us, pain, sorrow, sighing and grief haven't yet passed away. Our epistle text today from 1 John speaks to this. Beloved, we are God's children now. And what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. We are still waiting to see the glory of God and the absence of sin and death. For those saints who have gone before us, for them that wait is over. They have come out of the great tribulation, but we're still in it. And what does Jesus say about you as you continue to suffer through the troubles of this world? He says, blessed are you. Yes, you. Right now. Blessed are you because the Lord favors you. He blesses you with forgiveness and faith. As Christians, we walk by faith, not by sight, right? So you, brothers and sisters in Christ, you walk by faith, not by sight. You know that God's life-giving, faith-giving word is far more sure than what your eyes can see. You remember those saints who have gone before us, and despite the grave markers and the empty chairs that you see, you know that they live forever with Christ. And likewise, you see the troubles that we still face, the tribulations, the hardships, the difficulties that come in this life, and they bear down on you, and you feel them beat down on you. But in the midst of all that, you hear the Lord declare that you are blessed. You are blessed with his grace you are blessed with his faithfulness. Yes, even now, in the midst of this world of tribulation. Now, when Jesus speaks these words in the Beatitudes as a part of the Sermon on the Mount, I want you to consider his audience. These are not the high and mighty people, they're not the rich or the powerful, they're not the star athletes or the celebrities. The crowds include tax collectors and sinners, the poor and the weak, the sick and the desperate. And conventional wisdom would say that because they're the lowly ones, the struggling ones, then God must love them less than he loves the rich and the powerful. But that's simply not true. As this crowd gathers around Jesus, he tells them that they are blessed even if life argues otherwise. Why? Because they are blessed with repentance and faith. They hear his word. They believe in him. By faith, they bear his fruit. They are poor in spirit and meek because as God's forgiven people, they desire to love their neighbors. They are merciful and desire peace because the Lord has mercifully made peace with them. They will still mourn and some will say of them that their loss is proof that God doesn't love them. But Jesus tells them that they are blessed even as they mourn because they will be comforted with the sure and certain hope. Of the resurrection they may even be persecuted for following him which would lead many people to think that the faith isn't worth it but Jesus tells them that they are blessed they are blessed because the kingdom of heaven is theirs that's something that's called the great reversal and it's something found throughout the scriptures The Lord doesn't pick a princess as his mother, but a poor virgin from backwoods Nazareth. Angels don't announce his birth to kings, but to lowly shepherds. Jesus saves from sin, death, and the devil by a criminal's cross, rather than by some thunderbolt of power. He has saved you. He has forgiven you. And he now says, blessed are you. Yes, you, right now. Now, let's be honest about this. He's not saying, as soon as you buck up and start being poorer in spirit, then I'll start to reward you with the kingdom of heaven. He's not saying, as soon as you work at being meeker, then you'll get a chance at inheriting the earth. These beatitudes are not a list of things that you have to do before God loves you and blesses you. Nor are they a list of self-help bullet points to help you pull yourself up by the bootstraps and make your life better. If these beatitudes were either of those, they wouldn't be blessings anymore. They'd be laws. More painful requirements to drag you down while you're already troubled enough. No, what Jesus is saying today is that you are blessed. Yes, you, right now. The peace of Christ is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of God within trouble. When he declares that you are blessed as his people, he's not making light of your troubles or telling you to suck it up and keep going. Whether you're a Christian or not, you're going to have trouble because you live in a time of great tribulation, a world filled with sinful people in a sinful world. But though you are troubled, you are also blessed with the Lord's presence and with his help. So if your tribulation includes past sins that haunt you, you have the blessing of repentance and forgiveness. Without that blessing, all you have is a certain knowledge that you've offended God and that judgment day is coming. But judgment is not for you. Jesus says, "I have not gone to the cross to curse you for your sin, but to bless you with forgiveness. For my sake, my Father does not hold your sins against you because I've died in your place." So while there may be some long-term temporal consequences to sins that you've committed, You know with certainty that they do not condemn you for eternity. And you know that God will use even these things for your good. We have his word on it. And that is a great blessing. Where you may be overwhelmed by workloads or family issues, job requirements, or whatever challenge. You have the privilege of telling that truth to the Lord in prayer. And you know that he doesn't say, you know, once you uh, prove that you can hack this situation, then you can be my disciple. Remember, your life isn't a boot camp to see if you qualify for salvation. You are already one redeemed by the Lord. By the Lord who will not forsake you. And so you confess your weaknesses. You confess your inabilities. You look for how these situations preach the law of your limitations and then point you to Christ and Christ alone. After all, remember the great reversal. It's usually those who are troubled in this life who receive such blessings because they know their need for a Savior. And you are, so you are still blessed. You are still blessed because you belong to the Lord who forgives you who promises to work all things for your good, even the stress, even the failures. He can't do otherwise than work for your good because you are his beloved child. Blessed are you. Yes, you, right now. And also remember this. You don't measure God's faithfulness to you by what happens to you Monday morning. You know God is faithful because he tells you so. He promised you that when you were baptized. He continues to grant you his grace and his blessing by his word and by his holy supper. He tells you that your sins are atoned for. He tells you that for the sake of Christ, you are holy and you are righteous in his sight. In other words, he tells you that you are a saint. You are a saint, washed and made white in the blood of the Lamb. Brothers and sisters in Christ, God declares you to be his saints. Declared so by the power of God's word. Declared so by the washing of baptism. Declared so in the body and blood of Christ, given and shed for you. You are blessed because God says so. Yours is the kingdom of God, so you are blessed even if you're poor. Yours is the kingdom of God, so you are blessed even in the midst of tears. Yours is the kingdom of God, so you are blessed even if people hate you or exclude you or persecute you on Christ's behalf. It's no no wonder we long for heaven and eagerly await the riches of God's kingdom. You and I are no different in God's eyes than the saints who have gone before us. It's just that they've completed the journey, and you and I are still getting knocked around here in the Great Tribulation. But brothers and sisters in Christ, remember. Remember the truth that you are God's saints. You are indeed blessed. Don't let the devil, the world, or your own flesh fool you. For Jesus' sake, you are holy. You are a victorious saint. Even now, blessed are you. Amen.